exactly tanned as he was. Away. My parents don't know about magic. Going home was awkward. Mitch blinked. So you just ditched them for the other side of the world? Her adopted family could probably afford the flights, but he'd assumed that they weren't as detached as his. No, she said, blue eyes paling slightly. Mitch abandoned that line of conversation. It gave him the creeps when her eyes did that. Last time it had left him badly burned and in need of fey help. He shivered and used a little magic to render himself sun-resistant. He hadn't thought to put on sunscreen. Do you think the Tanua still has enough water? He asked. The lake level was lower than usual, low enough to allow him to sneak out of the academy without getting his feet wet. Not that he would. Last time he'd gone out that way, he'd been chased down by a zombie horse. Haley shrugged. It can just return to fairy if it doesn't. So it won't be popping up to demand more water then. It would probably call him Cursed One again and demand to know why he hadn't delivered its message to the Archangels. Maybe he should have asked Azrael to pass it on. But Azrael had been consuming Dr. Dalman's soul at the time. He shivered again. There were parts of last year that he would dearly love to forget. It said a lot about the year that a telepathic lake lizard didn't even make the list, despite the splitting headache and nosebleed it had given him. Probably not. I imagine it can get water from Fairy as well if it really needs to. As long as that's all it's getting, Mitch mumbled. He'd met the Fay before. The first had tried to kill him. The second had healed him before threatening to do the same. He didn't want to know what the third would do. Why didn't you just tell your parents about the academy? Mitch asked. Haley was a good magician. There was no danger of her being locked up for insanity. I got a lengthy lecture on the subject by Mr. McAllis, she replied. And it just seemed easier not to explain that I'm attending a cursed school of magic. It's not cursed anymore, Mitch replied. Unless someone had cursed it while he wasn't looking. It wouldn't surprise him. He sneaked a glance at the mountains. But even Ruapehu was quiet, with no sign of the clouds of ash and smoke that had plagued them the year before. The Eternity War had moved away for the time being. I'm sure they'd find that vastly reassuring, Haley said. Mitch shrugged. He'd never really gotten the hang of talking to Haley. He usually ended up yelling at her or putting his foot in his mouth. And she'd stare at him with those blue eyes that sometimes seemed to pale and... She wasn't even on the list of people he'd prefer to avoid talking to after last year. I still have your feather, Mitch said to fill in the growing silence. Wavelets and insects did not count as noise in his opinion, and even the birds had given up under the unrelenting heat. And I don't need it to protect me from the curse anymore. Cape it, Haley replied. It's just a feather. But... The Archangel Feather was the only link she had to her birth parents. And Archangels didn't just leave them lying around. Haley! Belle yelled, rushing over to them, the sun bringing out red highlights in her dark curls. Hi, Belle, Haley said, half rising to hug the younger girl. Hey, Mitch said, smiling at her. He liked Belle. But if she was back, then her sister probably was too and Mindy was right at the top of the list of people he didn't want to talk to. Hey, Mitch, Belle said, sitting down between them. You're back early, he said. 
Bell was another person he'd never worked out how to talk to. Bell grinned. I told my parents that a snowstorm was going to close the airport, so they sent us back early. Was it? Mitch asked. Bell was clairvoyant, and what she saw always happened, but he didn't think she could control the weather, and she could certainly lie. After the zombie horse incident, she liked Mindy even less than he did. An airport, anyway. Mitch snorted. She probably hadn't specified when, either. Maybe she'd seen it closing ten years from now. Mindy is in her room. I'll avoid the girl's dormitory, then, Mitch said. At least he could avoid their resident psychopath until dinner. See you later, he said, deciding to leave before he could become any more of a third wheel. He wasn't that desperate for company. He meandered back to his room, circling around the old buildings and wondering what new tortures their teachers had planned for them this year.